0: Hello and welcome to the Super Show podcast, uh, a podcast about video games. And today, as always, I'm your host Chris and uh, with me, these two chuckleheads, we've got uh, Jamie and Jonesy. How you doing, fellas? Not too bad, mate. How you doing? Good to see you. I'm sweating my fucking tits off.
1: Yeah, we need to be upfront about the fact that we are on the tail end of one of the worst heat waves I've ever experienced in my life, and I've produced buckets of sweat. I know nobody asked, but buckets of sweat in the last Are you just week.
0: keeping them like out, yeah. out of out of camera camera sight?
1: You know when uh, people put buckets around to catch drips from scenes and stuff like that? I just put them under me, and it catches everything. It's perfect. Uh, and then you take a bath in them, right? Oh, big time. Yeah, you've got to, ah. you know, lower your core cool body temperature. And that's one like of the it. best ways to do it.
0: I think that's actually going to be a stretch goal for one of our tiers on Patreon. It's just uh,
2: Jamie's uh, sweat bath. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> At least we're not giving it away. That would be another level. Right. Nah, we've um, got to make money.
0: But yeah, if you didn't know, we are a gaming podcast. We don't take ourselves too seriously. We recover a lot of the news and talk a lot of shit. Uh, and we are available not only on YouTube, if you are watching on YouTube, but we are on a podcast podcast platforms of your choice fellas i'm talking spotify itunes uh google podcast deezer stitcher iHeartRadio, radio uh, the fucking podcast republic i don't even know if that's one but you know i, I just if it isn't he just makes them up just making it up chris now. just
2: makes them up every week
0: yep. hell yeah um but yeah so if you're listening on a podcast platform of your choice thank you very much but maybe consider going to the youtube so you can leave some comments on uh, the various bullshit that we talk, but also to see just how sweaty we are going to get through the uh, <laughs> the duration of this podcast, fellas. I'm going to say it now. Let's not jinx it. It's it's it, if I say it's going to be a one hour podcast, then you know <laughs> we'll go over. But it's not going to be a you know what the the, the time limit that shall not be named. I mm. think that's I think that's like inversely proportional. It's now going to be three hours because you said that. Yep. No ways, I'm going to faint before that happens. Um, but yeah, so. Uh this is all made possible purely from our Patreons. Like, I know we've got some monetization with the ads in the beginning, but that's not paying the bills, fellas. You know what's paying the bills? is our lovely, lovely patrons, and we love each and every one of them. All right? Now, on our Patreon, if you want to sign up, you want to support us, you want to keep the dream alive, the Super Show dream alive, then head on over to patreon.com forward slash Super Show and Super Show your love with your wallets. I like it. I don't I like know. It. It's, 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 it's very good. It's getting a bit strained at the moment now. Um, but no, really, I, like go check it out. It's up to you. No pressure, obviously. No one's holding a gun to your head. But we've got some interesting stuff there if you do you know, support us. So I think at, at a $5 tier, you get access to all of our back catalogue of Patreon-exclusive content. We're talking additional podcasts. Uh, we did some playthroughs with this really stupid fucking game called AI Dungeon. Uh, and we've done two spoiler casts up, uh, as we're speaking. The first one was Final Fantasy VII Remake. That was me and Jamie. And the last one that we did that actually went live two days ago as you're listening to this uh, was The Last of Us Part Two spoiler cast where on the hottest day of the year, we all shunted ourselves into hot, sweaty rooms and spoke about a game for about, what was it, two and a half hours? Yeah. It was long, I know that. It was pretty fucking long. long, man.
2: It was fucking long. I think it was our
1: longest <laughs> podcast ever of any kind, if no. I'm not mistaken. No, 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 no.
2: Just mad is there was the second that could longest, have gone second on. Longest, like, I think. There's still stuff I could have spoken about as well. Yeah. I'm glad we finished it. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. still be recording it now. There,
0: there was, Jamie, there was one podcast we did that was almost three hours. Really? On the main yes. channel? IIRC, on the main channel, yes.
1: Wow. I didn't know Forge that, but right. that's oh, pretty man. impressive.
0: Look, look, look how shiny this forehead's getting. You're
1: right, actually. It wasn't even that long ago. Yeah, um, no, it was it was very, very close. Uh,
0: anyway, uh, I got some yeah. names, some uh patron saints, if you will, that you know, these guys really keep the dream alive, and that's Aaron Cameron, Athletic Gravy, which I gotta say is an awesome name because I don't know how a gravy could be athletic, but you know, there we go. Uh, talking about Brett Zerbrick, a.k.a. Shellshock, Freddie K. Official, Hacksaw Book Read, Javela Cujo, Leo Murga, Lonnie Thompson, Manuel Guerrero, Mindful Pig, Nathan Pierce, and William Sherry. And of course, the big boys. We're talking about Peaswad, The Dude Abides, and Skyler Music. They're keeping the dream alive. And so can you. Patreon.com forward slash super show. Hell All right, yeah. fellas. Let's jump straight into the comment of the week because it kind of like goes on from what we were discussing last week. Now, I don't want to spend too much time on this. I'm looking at you, fucking Alex Jones.
1: Hold oh, no, on, oh, no, no, Chris. You're preaching huh? you to the choir because I don't want to spend any time on this. Like, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, wrap. Right. So this let's com- just,
2: let's just know the fact that Chris picked this comment. Sorry, it's yeah. entirely his fault.
0: Yeah, it is my fault. Uh, this uh, comment of the week coming from Throwing Clichés, which is a, a good name as well. Uh, I couldn't even focus 100% on the argument at the end of the last podcast. Because I just kept wondering if mum and dad, Jonesy and Jamie,
2: will be getting a divorce. And then crying face. Who's going to be getting the car? Who's going to be getting the house? That's what we need to decide.
1: I get the house, you get the kid. That's how it works, right? Yeah. (laughs) And then I get to become a bachelor again. Live a second life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right, so for some
0: context, we were arguing about uh, the PlayStation 4's controller's compatibility on PlayStation 5 and whether it was a thing. Jamie came down on the point that in, you know, if you're looking at it as oh, a Oh, wow, should
2: we just move on? No, like, no, I don't think we need to do that. No, really in fact,
1: if, we, if we're going to do this, we might as well go through the comments of last <laughs> week's video, see how many people agreed with it. No, I'm joking.
0: No, I'm, I'm going to go for this, right? So, Jamie, you said that, yes, uh, DualShock 4 controllers will work. Yep. Just like that. Yep. And, Jonesy, you said, unequivocally, they won't. Uh, and we, we, regardless of who's right or not, because we're not getting into this argument again, because I will kill myself, uh, we did ask people on YouTube to decide it for us in the comment section. And I would say that overwhelmingly people sided with Jamie. So I, I do, did. I do yes, apologize, did. Alex
2: Jones, but... Uh, you're wrong. So I think um, <laughs> I think landslide landslide would be the. Uh, hey, the but, term but you know what? You revenues. know what
0: surprised me, Jonesy, is some people agreed with you. So you're not the only mental case in the world. So no, because there
2: there were some interesting cases, interesting people that actually went back and listened to the original bet, and then they came down exactly what I said, which was neither of us was right, which yeah. was what
1: I originally said. Interesting but, is a good word for them, but- Jonesy. A lot, but there were. <laughs> Plenty for every educated. interesting for every interesting individual educated. There were plenty of uh, intelligent and rational human beings who thank them for their support. Oh
0: God, here we, no, it's starting again. I'm cutting this no, off. No, no, no. let's no, do some, some no, shout
1: outs. No. Luke Radford, shout out to you. <laughs> Zach Cook, shout out oh to God. you. Uh, Batman ate my shoe. Shout out to you. <laughs> SB64, shout out to you. Um sp sixty four didn't agree with you. I'm just I'm, Oh
2: ja- I'm just Jamie's I'm, reading out names of people that didn't, I didn't even agree I, with literally, you. I just This I, is shocking. I just
1: control left and typed in my name and was reading out every comment. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, ASP64 said, Jamie, you're wrong, but so is Jonesy. See, Charlie, there was an, int- Charlie, there was an Hawk, interesting Charlie one that I yeah, actually...
1: Joseph McAllister. Okay, <laughs> uh, okay, Germ- okay, Germ- okay. Jermu okay.
2: Germ- okay. Germ- okay. Germ- Salmanen.
0: Brannon Christian. Fuck it, fuck it, because you know who's ultimately right in all of this was me. All right, moving on. I want to No, care. you weren't besides involved. Besides the arguments. You weren't involved. Besides you were the out. arguments. How, you were out. How has your guys' you week shut the f- You know what, because of that, I'm not
1: even going to ask you how your week was, uh, Alex Jones. Jamie, how was your week? Uh, It was fine. (laughs) I'll tell you one thing it was, as we've already hinted at, it was fucking hot. And do you know what you don't want to do too much of when you're sitting in like 34 degree heat and sweating your tits off? Live? Well, live one thing, but (laughs) sit in front of a TV playing video games. I don't know about you guys, but my PS4 sounds like a jet engine, even in like (laughs) the middle of winter. And I'm convinced now that my TV just generates the same amount of heat as a radiator. (laughs) <laughs> so, sitting six feet from it and playing video games all day doesn't sound that uh, yeah, appetizing. doesn't, doesn't but, appeal, does it? Yeah, but regrettably, there were a few things that we I needed to jump on in the past week, uh, to the point where I haven't played or finished things like Ghost of Tsushima yet, because a couple of limited-time things or hot, fresh things popped up. I'll yeah. give another shout-out, as I mentioned to you guys before we started recording, to Fall Guys, uh, because uh, I think... Jonesy and I have since uh, jumped on the retail version of that game as it is on PlayStation 4, admittedly still available for, through PlayStation Plus, you don't have to buy it. And I think that game is a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't I, be the only one that thinks that. <laughs> no, it's, it's doing well, it's selling well, it's uh, doing well on Twitch. And the thing I like about it, I was saying to you guys before, is that a lot of those, it's not really a Battle Royale game, but a lot of recent competitive games that I've kind of got my... Uh, uh, my hooks into so to speak, like Warzone I've always wanted to play with friends and I've struggled to play it on my own like, I don't have the motivation to keep searching for a match, dying, searching for a match, dying when I'm just sat there um, on my own, but that feels different in Fall Guys in that it's quick enough and you get back into matches quick enough and even a winning game doesn't last too long so I've just been sitting there with a podcast on just kind of playing this game and having a good yeah. time And, like, it hasn't taken long for me to identify the events I don't like that much, and every time the fucking egg one comes up, I want to slip my wrists. But (laughs) such is life, right? In life, you don't like every event, and that's true of Fall Guys. It's true. It's very true. Um, But, yeah, so Fall Guys, turns out, still pretty fun, but remains to be seen, going back to our initial discussion about that tech test, uh, what its legs look look like. Going to be an interesting one to track over the coming months. I will say I played... A fair amount of Marvel's Avengers, because the beta started, but I'm not going to get it too deep into it, because the uh, the head honcho of Marvel's Avengers info, the guy who uh, <laughs> knows more about it than probably anyone on the planet at the moment, is also a part of this podcast.
2: I think cares, the only one who cares on the Maybe. Is probably So, probably um,
1: yeah. So I'm actually going to leave uh, most of that to him, because he'll put it better than I would ever be able to. I'm talking about Jonesy, by the way. For anyone that all those vibes, there's yeah, no some, one assumed that. Yeah, there's not some mysterious fourth person kind of hasn't been introduced. IGN, yet. yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the one I am slightly more qualified to talk about is EA's UFC 4, uh, which is oh yeah, sure. uh, the latest UFC game that's going to be released this week at the time of recording. But went into trial period as a part of EA Access, so you had a 10 hour trial if you'd signed up to that. It cost like three or four pounds, so I just thought I'll sign up for the month and play my 10 hours. And I think they've done a reasonably good job with it. I have some issues visually. I think it's uh, not necessarily a downgrade. I'm not going to become a part of the downgrade crowd. But they've made some visual changes and some choices that I don't think suit the game that well, one of which is lighting. There's a lot of like lens flare and bloom that I think kind of distracts from the visuals, the aesthetic. And some right. of the character models, and particularly their faces, to me, look a bit wonky. I think one of the more disappointing examples ironically is conor mcgregor who just does not look like conor mcgregor you know you know when people have like a really bad uh traffic collision and then they just look like a changed person right yeah it's like why was why is his face so puffy and then someone tells you he's ill or sick and you're like oh shit sorry he's basically like one of those um you made yourself in the game as well didn't you and it it looked like your weird brother yeah but so this is gonna get deep and i know people don't care about this but like They took Game Face out of uh, UFC 4, which has been in every UFC game up to this point. That's EA's thing where you take pictures of your face and put it in the game. And for what it's worth, I do that in every fucking game I can. (laughs) Football manager, NBA 2K, you name it. I upload my face straight to that motherfucking cloud. And you can't do that anymore. So I had to mould or sculpt my face out of uh, a preset character that did not look like me. And I think Jonesy's... uh, idea that it kind of would again it was just, it's my brother basically. It, looked, it looked like your weird brother like yeah. it didn't look like, quite like your brother it looked like a weird brother yeah i don't yeah a i weird don't know brother. what that means but I just like a little little off. almost like a weird tw- Do you remember the simpsons episode where bart has a twin that lives in the attic and he's just oh, different yeah, in yeah. such a way it's like he's, yeah, he's yeah. my weird evil twin um <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely but they brought some interesting ideas in for that career mode uh enough that i think i'm gonna play through that career mode a couple of times and uh Enjoy it probably about as much as I did the last game, which is all I could have hoped for. So, yeah, not necessarily too bad a thing. Um, Decent. UFC4. Anyway, yeah, that's my lot.
0: Nice, nice. Well, Tigers we're not asking Jonesy because he's being a bit of a freak yeah. at the moment. Nah, go on, Jonesy. What, uh, t- tell us about your Marvel Avengers.
2: Uh, yeah, so um, for people that don't know, um, Marvel Avengers had their first uh, closed beta um, last weekend. Um, they've, then they've got another one this weekend and um, the open beta in two weeks' time. Uh, so Jamie and I jumped in for a little bit of Marvel action, which was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. um, it, it was a bit of a weird one because this is a, for me, this is a strange game. I was expecting a lot more people to be on the hype train for this and it'd be very unwarranted um which doesn't seem to have happened like nobody seems to really care about this but we'd seen some stuff and it's been around for a long time um and, and it was kind of there was there was a weird feeling i think to me and a lot of other people as well i think we've talked about it that they kept showing the same gameplay content and they've been doing it for like 18 months which is not great Yeah, especially
0: then, the uh, Manhattan bridge kind of section the, right? the br-
2: specifically the bridge is what i'm thinking of and a decent chunk of Oh no not the Manhattan the first-
1: Golden Gate uh Where is it? I don't even know where it is. A fucking bridge. If it's a a bridge bridge. in America, it's probably the Golden Gate one. Shout out to San Francisco.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But they did release a a pretty sort of sprawling beta, to be fair to them. It had story missions. It had um, four playable characters in the multiplayer sections. Um, Like I said, Jamie and I hopped in, did some multiplayer on there. And I was... I've made a video about it. Okay, I've actually made a video about it. It's coming out today. So I guess that's tomorrow if yeah but hold on this, because now, on you've, now
1: you've fucking committed to it Mr. Jones it comes out on Thursday coming no, out it's coming out on Thursday it's yesterday if they're listening to this on the first day of release
2: yes oh yeah it is yeah. yesterday if you listen to us first day if it's not there because, if it's not there yeah they're <laughs> they're you've committed yet. now you, you shoot come shoot a liar. On the foot. <laughs> hold on hold on um, American time alright everything I ever release
1: is in American time it gives me an extra <laughs> seven yeah. hours yeah American time still the same motherfucking day dude <laughs> you can't like it gives you extra seven hours you can't release it next week and be like yeah American time
2: no, no, it gives you an extra seven hours past midnight, yeah, so you can no. stay up till four in the morning. We,
1: don't Josie. I'm very familiar with how you love uploading videos in the early hours <laughs> of the morning for the for our American audience. Yeah. But no,
2: this, this is, it is, is actually, as I thought, a surprisingly good game. I'm down to the if you're talking combat, right, and if you're talking character models, and if you're talking um, animation when it comes to the the um, the Marvel characters, I think they've nailed that. There is a lot of work to be done in other areas um chris you bring up the bridge section that was a story mission that you can play in the beta and for me it felt off like the whole thing didn't feel great yeah so Um, i
0: remember you were saying when we were chatting on on whatsapp that uh
2: that felt off but then some of the other stuff felt polished so you kind of had a, I had a bit of a weird feeling with it. I'd be interested to see if Jamie, what he thought, but um, the, you play as Thor first, right? You then play as um, Hulk and Iron Man in that same section. And that, it all felt very handholdy. It all felt very corridored. It was, it was a tutorial. So it was saying, do this and do that. Um, and I didn't really enjoy much of it. It felt yeah. like if this is going to be the whole game, then I'm, I don't think I'm into it. You then got to have a couple of uh, like fights with enemies where you play as Captain America and um, Black Widow, and that actually felt okay. Like, that felt pretty good. You then get into the game properly, the multiplayer stuff, and some of the other story missions that you play with Hulk and Ms. Marvel, and the combat felt really good to me. Like, I then genuinely enjoyed it, and it was varied, and there are skill trees. And so I, I do wonder if the build that you play in the first story missions was actually based on, or what you, what you play is based on an earlier build, um, and that they're actually doing work to some of those characters yeah. still. Because that stuff's from 18 months ago, if, if it is the same build. I mean, yeah. might be surprising for a beta, but you never know. I guess, but hey, um, look, but I... Go on, mate, sorry. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say
0: that uh, I think this weekend is going to be the Xbox pre-orders.
2: Yeah, um, the P- Xbox and um, PlayStation, yeah. PC, yeah.
0: But I think PlayStation, it's it's open beta this weekend. That's so correct. So by all means, you
1: know, give it a try
0: and... and and yeah. come back to this video and let us know what you thought uh, and about the the combat and well just the the game in general
1: and the weekend yes. after it's uh, open on everything so that is the other thing yeah, about this beta for as much as there's a decent amount of content everyone will also have an opportunity to play this game before it comes out if you yeah. want to so that's fair enough you know really which is triumph. which is
2: which you kind of feel like given to how how close to release this is it's them standing behind the product they've made and saying, we think it's really good. We think playing it will get you to buy it. Um, which is interesting. Um, but no, it's interesting I, yeah, that's
1: the most I've agreed with you so far.
2: It's interesting because they, they have quite a bit to do. Yeah. And there's some of the stuff in the beta was not like... Like Jamie and I, um, we sort of had. I know we both had sort of similar issues in some areas. Like um, some of those missions are really short. The multiplayer missions are: you get in, you do a bit, and you're out, and that's the mission done. Um, I found that some of the missions you couldn't tell the difference between like a defense mission and an attack mission. You couldn't tell the difference between defend this objective, attack this objective. They it was basically go here and stand here. Right. Um, the AI is not great if you if you don't have anyone to play with. In the I had a few issues with matchmaking with randoms, and it was not. Yeah, was not brilliant, um, <clears throat> but I maintain that the combat and the, the characters that you play as are right, and that is the hardest thing to get right, I think. And um, if they continue to release missions and you know add-ons and new stuff, then they can easily get it to where it's yeah. actually a very good game. I, I I bloody hope they do. Yeah, I guess
0: but, one of our, one of our concerns we were discussing last week was what if it turns out to be almost a, a Destiny esque kind of problem, whereby it's it's a decent game maybe they polish everything and it it plays really nicely and all the characters feel very varied but they play nicely but it's just not enough to do do you think that that's do you think that's going to be the case
2: i think it might i think it might well be the case um having played like the story stuff um you play early on like i said wasn't great and if that's indicative of what rest of the story campaigns feel like or or maybe they'll be better but even mm. if they have half the problems I felt with the first story stuff, then it, it's, you're not going to be in a good position, particularly. Yeah. Some of the other story stuff, like where you play as Hulk and um, Kamala Khan, they were much more enjoyable, but they were still kind of... Uh, they were they were still very sort of basic in what you were doing.
0: Yeah.
2: And um, Jamie, so I had an issue with it, and afterwards I've realised, I don't know if I talked to you about it, but I'd see if you feel the same way. I was surprised that they kind of have aim bad guys, as in, like, one faction everywhere. I would like like it Destiny if they'd have had different factions of enemies in different locales. Maybe they will
1: in the full game. Yeah. But that really stood out to me, actually, after the fact. I guess when I think back on it, yeah, that was... Uh, something that, like, I didn't really notice when we were playing the beta, because, again, like, the story is set up in such a way where they are the main focal point in terms of the antagonistic presence of the game. And I guess I kind of expected that to a certain degree... But I went through that beta leaving room in my mind for other enemy presences to be there in other areas. And I guess that's one of the weird things with the beta is that it's sometimes easy to give the game the benefit of the doubt and say they may make up for that in other portions of the content that we haven't seen yet. And um, that's an area, clearly, that I think we both agree we hope they do, but there's not been evidence that I know of yet to suggest that they will. I think it would be disappointing because it's a lot of robots yeah it is a lot, a lot of robots so
0: maybe it's a case like like remember in marvel spider-man on ps4 where it was like oh these people have broken out of the prison so now you had prisoners around the place and there's like yeah. oh and then you're gonna get fucking sable coming in and, and then you've got those security forces around the city and maybe that's what they're gonna do like with each kind of like update or expansion or whatever it may be it might be another force coming in yeah filling out the world with a very tight you know i, I, I don't think that's gonna be yeah. there
1: i don't think that's gonna be their problem though i think they've got bigger fish to fry <laughs> like obviously. what like what um well to touch on a few things that you guys were talking about just then one thing that you mentioned chris volume of content i don't think yeah. the issue is going to be volume of content as this beta has kind of demonstrated you put yeah. so much in an open beta or a closed beta as the case may be and i think you're It's something of a flex. The issue is differentiating that combat. And Mm. I think that Marvel's Avengers is at the moment um, suffering or falling down a pitfall that was one of Destiny's biggest drawbacks, especially Destiny 1, which is that it can create big, lush environments that you can move through. It can create a combat system that can make the encounters and engagements you have in that location somewhat interesting. And it doesn't know what to do when you get there. And so yeah, they've yeah, basically got a handful of objectives that are their way of either like checkpointing a mission or finishing a mission. Uh, from memory, you're either destroying a few bits of machinery in an area, you're holding down a point uh, like an A B C D point, almost like fucking headquarters or um, domination in Call of Duty, uh, okay. and stopping enemies from stepping in that zone, or you're doing it in one like circular zone. They they only had a few ideas. What do, you, do you remember when Destiny, it felt like every single mission was you get to a certain point where you had to hold down Square, let your ghost out, the ghost would do something that took a prerequisite amount of time, and you would have to stand there and defend that point. And defend it, Mate, yeah. do, Marvel's do you know, Avengers do you know, does that in different ways.
0: Yeah, do you know what you... Okay, so i have obviously... I haven't played Destiny, but you know what you're reminding me of mm-hmm. by saying all of this? Is Anthem. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Anthem sure. had all of these fucking things where it's like, this is the most... Again, like a a super lush world and really great visuals. And and then all of a sudden it was like, I'm just doing like the most base fucking gameplay that's ever come out of of gaming, right?
2: So they've they've got one thing right, which I think Anthem got wrong, which is effectively once you're into matchmaking and you have your strike team, um, there is no reason to leave that environment. You can stay with inside the war table. You stay with your team and you move and do different missions. And a lot of issues I think um, people had with anthem from what I didn't really play it but from what I read and heard was um that it was kinda of like you can go places and then you don't know what you're supposed to be doing or then it's like getting into the the sort of hub world area is nothing like it should have felt. You oh. know, it was slow and boring Jonesy, and you didn't j- know j- what j- you were just doing. Go, just
0: go watch my live stream of the fucking man. Later <laughs> yeah. I got lost for like an hour. Yeah. So
2: this, this is almost too far in the other direction in some respects. Like we played a couple of multiplayer missions where you, you easy to get into. You're into them. You do an objective, like Jamie said, like a really basic objective, and then it kicks you back to the war table. You pick another mission. You go in, and you do a different mission with a completely different objective. But it kind of feels the same. <laughs> yeah. And because you're fighting the aim enemies,
1: I, I, um, I again that. and again yeah. and again. I and hate like that. you've got you've got to rely on the fact that you're very engaged in the combat. And while I don't think the combat is is bad by any means. It's certainly satisfying at times and makes you feel fairly powerful at times. And I also say they've done, from what we've seen so far, a reasonably good, certainly good enough job of differentiating the different characters. And like Jonesy said, the more you explore those skill trees, the more different they become from one another. Yeah, yeah. I think the message I sent to you guys when I played this game for the first time was that the issue Marvel's Avengers is going to come up against certainly when it comes to being reviewed and being discussed by people in environments like this is that so many elements of that game's design and especially that gameplay are obviously pulled from other games that did it better. And you can so easily see the influences of the Arkham games. You can so easily see the influences of God of War. And it's not as good as any of those. And I don't know that that combat... I preferred the melee combat for what it was worth. I preferred being like a Kamala Khan Than I did to being uh, Iron Man, and again it was occasionally fun smacking people, but sometimes the like the hit detection, the way enemies reacted to getting hit, didn't feel right. The parry didn't feel right. The vault over enemies didn't feel right. These (laughs) are ideas that Arkham Asylum did so well over a decade ago, and it feels like. Marvel's Avengers has learnt some lessons but not the right ones or took ideas that they liked and tried to do it their own way and it hasn't worked quite as well and that's what's got yeah. me a little bit worried.
0: Weren't you saying that it was, it, it, certain aspects of it, or maybe with certain characters or whatever just felt a bit button mashy?
1: Yeah, oh yeah, Like I, I got through the best part of that game and Jonesy will step in here because he's explored more of that uh, skill tree and what the combat could result in but I played on the normal difficulty I spent 90% of my time hitting square and I didn't die ever. I got yeah. downed once or twice, but I never died. Yeah. So you
2: can't... So, I mean, yeah, for sure, it is. Jamie's right. Like, that's definitely an aspect it has. But I think, um, I guess, what they're trying to do um, by the way it looks like it's set up, they kind of don't maybe execute it well enough. But they they allow to choose a difficulty, and but they're called challenge levels. So you have like one to four challenge levels, which either power up or power down the enemies you're going to be facing. So I guess the point is that oh, you could go in and put a higher challenge level, which means if you happen to be pretty proficient at the type of game then it would make it more difficult you'd have to use more moves you'd have to be more varied in yeah. what you're doing but it shouldn't really feel like Jamie said that you can just keep hitting yeah. one button yeah. um, I,
0: they, so, so I've, I've, been, I've been thinking of something like this um, not necessarily for, for Avengers but uh, uh, gaming industry and games as a service as a whole because it was really prevalent in as far back as Diablo 3 right mm-hmm. where the core difficulty of the game was piss easy Oh, that was ludicrous. And and then actually what they had after that is that like fucking five levels of difficulty after the normal thing. And it's like, okay, I get it. What you're doing is you're trying to get like the lowest common denominator to make the game fun and almost like a power fantasy for your lowest base. And then if people want to take it further, then they've got to go. And that's all fine. But... It's
1: just something that's a bit hollow about the whole thing, isn't it? But but here's the other thing. You know why you cranked up the difficulty in Diablo Three if you stuck with that game through all the patches and updates is yeah. because you wanted the loot. You wanted yeah. the gear. Yeah. Marvel's Avengers is a loot game where the loot just feels irrelevant. Like there's a loot screen, a Destiny Star loot screen, where rather than you know actually moving uh, around, you're like moving a cursor. You know that whole classic thing where every loot game feels they need to give you a fucking curse. It's like I'm on a a controller, motherfucker. (laughs) When did curses become the thing? Like, yeah, Yeah. whatever. (laughs) And you know, like it's, but it's the exact same scene you've had before. Like boxes, and when you hover over the box, the other options you've got come out, and they've all got a power number. Yeah, and yes, they, and they've got a rarity, and the higher rarity uh, things come with perks, and there are different roles. But here's the thing: every character only has four slots. None of those pieces of gear or loot have any aesthetic changes whatsoever. They're all completely doing numbers that are being changed behind the scenes that you didn't notice anyway, anyway because the game's so fucking easy on the normal difficulty. And as if to reinforce the redundancy of that system, there is a button you can press to automatically select the best gear. So you don't even have yep. to look through the menus. You don't have, they, they've created a mechanic that lets you bypass that system. So why does it exist? So, yeah, so I don't, it, um, it, 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 I'll tell you why it exists. It exists as a way to let them create bite-sized, consumable, repeatable content that feels throwaway but you want to do it over and over again because it can give you gear as a reward because it creates a system like the one in destiny where you see to yourself in destiny, you say to yourself, any kill, especially in the days of Engrams, destiny one, any kill could drop the next best gun. So you go there and you fight these fucking robots. You, you jump in there as the Hulk, you start <coughs> hitting square, you smash people and you keep going. Cause you say any of them could drop gear and then finishing the mission will give me gear. And that, like almost fucking brainwashes us into accepting (laughs) content that's not unique it's not bespoke it's not authored it's generic it's the same as the shit you were doing five hours ago but the gear doesn't even matter so that appeal is gone and the aesthetics are all wrapped up in skins you have to buy through a store or get through a battle pass i I think i don't
2: agree exactly with what you've said i agree with most i'm stating i'm
1: stating facts i'm spitting i'm spitting
2: straight fire what I mean, not in, I mean,
1: sorry where's your opinion I don't know what part of what I No said no was not, not my
2: not my opinion my uh, like the like the gear stuff um I just to correct, correct you on a few little bits it is oh, minor corrections Oh yeah just a, just a couple so um yeah you Jamie's like mainly right the only thing that the gear does do and one reason you might like swap in swap out is for example um you might be able to put in a bit of gear to say Black Widow who When she um, uses melee combat, she um, spits out pin particles which shrink your enemies which make them slightly easy to fight. You might have a thing whereby um, when um, Hulk jumps and does like a ground slam, it releases a gamma blast which can do like an area effect against some of the enemies. So, I mean... Jamie's mostly right, but it's not no, just I, numbers. It, I, is, I, it does I, have a no, effect. I, I,
1: I said that higher rarity loot contains perks, and what you're describing are those perks. Oh but right, I sorry. I yeah, but yeah. I, don't, so that... I don't see this being a game where someone says, "Man, I really want to get the God roll on Black Widow's fucking gauntlets where the pin particles are released." I don't see it. <laughs> no, no, of those.
2: It's, it's a minor thing as well because even the problem is, as soon as you've got that, like as a as a, a buff yeah. or as a perk, whatever, you might then get a, a more powerful um, type of. Uh, wrist thing but actually it means that you get rid of your um, yeah. pin particle wrist thing just to get more uh, damage and then you go back to the numbers like James said. so it's, I was just saying it's a, mi- it's a minor tweak but, but I noticed it a few times and I liked that it did it but then it seemed to be quite redundant Yeah. Um, so you have armour that protects you from frost damage and you're like oh, oh right, I'm going yeah, to yeah. a cold place and now I can protect from frost damage but actually then you just get a bit of armour which uh, is more powerful Also, more, and it's irrelevant I got, yeah, I got that tool
1: weird. tip and ignored it and I was fine <laughs> like, I was going, In yeah. fact, we were it playing made, that mission at the same time, and not to call you out, directly, yeah. we were playing that mission at the same time. You died, and I didn't.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is, is some of that stuff is completely um, kind of yeah. irrelevant? So
1: I, that, I, look, I, I
0: guess I'm that's not, the that's the issue, right? Like, any kind of a loot system, it, it 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 needs to be varied enough that you you need to seriously think about choosing one or the other, and there needs to be enough of a uh, enough of a kickback for choosing the wrong or the right one, right? Like if you think of Breath of the Wild, if you are wearing your fucking snow armor in the desert, guess what, you're gonna start overheating, it's it's gonna be yeah. a big problem for you, right? And vice versa. Whereas like in the initial thing of Diablo 3, the initial loot system, it's not Loot 2.0 where they kind of overhauled it, but the initial one was, it didn't really matter. A lot of that is what I felt with Division as well, the, the gear in Division was more like it just Depends on the numbers, didn't really depend on anything else. But then you yeah. get to a game like Borderlands where all the guns do these different fun things that that could force you to want to play and run different yeah. kinds of guns. So from what you're saying is like with these pin particles and stuff, that's cool. But if it's just a visual effect or if it's just an AOE in the case of what you said with Hulk and the, the Gamma Rays, that's not really enough of an incentive to say, yeah. it's like with the armor thing, right? Just saying, oh, it gives you 10% protection against fucking Frost. It doesn't matter if your armor is higher that it negates
2: the need for yeah. it. Yeah, no, for sure. And it, it is a weird thing because I have a, a hate-love like hate, love relationship with all of this. Because, for example, Assassin's Creed Odyssey did a thing whereby, um, you boys will know, where you could um, put any armor you want on, but then you could reskin the armor so that it looked like the armor you wanted to wear yeah. that you already had. I hated that. Um, <laughs> I liked it. It's, like complete, it's cool. completely optional. Don't use it. No, no. I'm saying I, I, de- I, I hate that as a concept. I didn't hate it like as That's a. That's why it's optional. I get, I get
1: why they did it, but at the same time, I kind of wait. I, so you, oh yeah, the, I you, you're you the didn't, the, on that you, one, you, you, d- you didn't want a mechanic that you didn't engage with to exist, even though it benefits other. No, people. no, 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 no. I engaged with it because I wanted it to exist, but I hated the
2: fact that it had to be, exist in that fashion. What? Because I, I'm really, thing, you're, you're. I'm really confused. <laughs> So, okay. So one of my big gripes about any sort of RPG um, elements in a game where you say, change your armor, change whatever you're wearing. Yeah, yeah. So, like De- so like Destiny, you want to wear this certain armor and you want to look cool, but then you get a bit of armor, which is more powerful. So you put that on, but then you look mismatched and stupid and they're different colors and you kind of look dumb. right? Yeah. You know? so, so Assassin's Creed came out with a great, or I don't know if they came up with it, whoever no, they did didn't first. did come up with it, but yeah but then whoever you know they say okay so we're going to have the system whereby you can make yourself look like you're still wearing the full Spartan armor but actually you're wearing this armor yeah. and you're like okay so I'm wearing that armor but I'm making it look like this armor be- and it's I don't know I just I don't like it but I'll but need it but yeah, it's, it's a weird what's the, what's thing it's literally
1: problem. it's a solution to a thing that you just identified as a problem but you don't like their solution and it's also completely <laughs> optional like what do you want let me say, what's the, what's the thing? Like, it's the best
2: worst option. It's, it's kind of like the best worst
1: option. I know they not, have but to the, do what's it. Not what's the alternative? alternative? What's the alternative? I, I don't know.
2: I'd like someone to come but up with an have, alternative. You
1: don't have to engage with
2: it. No, but I, but I want. <laughs> but I want the functionality, but I want someone to come up with a much cleverer way of it working. Okay, hold on. <laughs> but <laughs> you, want,
0: you want the functionality of having yeah. particular perks in, a, in an armor set but you also want to have the ability of having that armor look cool and match with the other rest of your armor, but you don't like the fact so, that they are okay. offering the exact same thing that you want. Let me, I try and, so, <laughs> I
1: guess. <laughs> Josie! With, uh, with, with, <laughs> do you know what, do you, not, when you, do you, you do just we wish they'd trying. come up? We are trying.
2: No, no, I know, I know, it's hard to explain. Do you know when like, a game that comes out of a thing and you, that you use and, mm. and is good to use, but you kind of think, I wish they would come up with a better way of doing it? It's that. So they've done it, and I'm like, I, I'm glad it exists, but yeah, I kind but of I, hate but that but I'm how, glad it exists. Else? I'd rather that it didn't need to exist like that, which is I know is weird, and I hope someone out there kind of gets what I mean. I kind of get what you mean, but at the same time... Because I don't I, want, I don't I want can, mismatched
0: armor. I don't want to look yeah, stupid, it, but at the same a, time, so, I can't... I, go on, sorry. Well, this is what, I, what I'm trying to say. So you, you have this issue where you, you want to keep the armor perks, but you don't want your armor to be mismatched so literally the, the...
2: but I still but I still like the loot the, the loot reward of finding an awesome new bit of loot but if I just opened a box and it said well done you've, you've increased your defense by Should, four in fact your... I,
1: I know what Jonesy wants yeah go on Jonesy wants the way shaders worked in Destiny 1
0: Okay. You, you, two, you, you remember just change that. the colour so of basically yeah, shaders yeah,
1: yeah. in Destiny One. It's so Destiny Two shaders are consumable items that you apply on a per uh, per armour basis. Yeah, so you would need like four shaders for, two or five shaders to get your entire armour looking the same. In Destiny One, shaders yeah. were essentially colour schemes colour schemes excuse me that you turned on or off. So when you turned Uh, on a shader in Destiny 1, it made all the armor you're wearing, regardless of its design, fit a certain color scheme with the same primary and secondary colors. So you could wear mismatched armor... Okay, wouldn't destiny okay. 2 be mismatched? Armor. But you could make it. But match. You turn on a shader, and it would turn, make it all the same color, and it would look like it matched. But I guess the, prob- but the design the pro- would be different. But yeah, so you still bro- get different shaped stuff. But you could make it look the same. Yeah, but it's always, yeah. I guess, no, to be fair,
2: you're you probably you're pretty you're pretty much bang on. Like yeah, but Jonesy, you, you wouldn't
1: like that, right? Because as soon as you get a
2: Spartan, no idea. To be fair, I did like that. I did like no, that no. In but destiny, let's say
0: yeah. in this in this in the instance of uh let's say Assassin's Creed um Odyssey right you get your Spartan armor right so it's all like yeah. bronze bronze metal and like fucking looking great but then like your shoes are just like fucking chicken feathers but they but they've got the same color so it's fine
2: like no <laughs>
0: Like yeah. materi- material I guess, I guess is another element. I, I guess, element so. of it. I oh, guess right. you've got no choice yeah. with the
2: chicken feather shoes. But just, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, this this you can see why they've got the problem. All right, all right. I think with this game. Though. Okay, you're, if we can really touch not, it, go back to Marvel. You are not a hundred percent mental. I'll give you that. Okay, fair enough. I, I, but I think the reason it bugged me a little bit in Marvel, and I think you guys are right, but I kind of see why they have an issue with it, is because they have all these, like Jamie said, all these skins that you can buy or you can um, get on the battle pass, and they are a lot of them are com- linked to comic books. They're linked, linked to different timelines. They're linked to different. Types of um hulk was like this and so he's wearing this sort of thing so they give you that that skin but then of course if you then found a bit of gear that you then put on and made this mess the skin up it kind of makes it irrelevant so they've gone for the it has no visual yeah, effect yeah. which then you also then kind of have like but hold on i've i still that means i'm just playing numbers so you get into a weird place yeah yeah yeah, it, it, so yeah I've, i know i've sound like i'm crazy no no I'm, no, I, no, no, I, no. I think to be
0: fair that, you've I mean. bought yourself you've 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 you've, you've Explain yourself better. So to, to be fair, you Jamie, could, explain you can that.
1: Now, do, do you know what it is. Like, I think it's a weird side effect of them creating. And again, I'm not going to pretend to have been privy to any actual information like this. But maybe one day we will get a, like a Jason Trier article that sort of reveals <laughs> all. But it feels like it's a side effect of uh, like a game development and a game like uh, the idea, the pitch for a game that was uh, trying to be as all inclusive and all encompassing as it possibly could be. Probably for the for right. the sake of like getting the deal in the first place, yeah. like it, this feels like a game where Square Enix went to Disney and offered them the world and said, "We're going to have you know a live continuous game that's going to have a battle pass. We're also going to sell cosmetics based on the comic books. We're going to have a story mode that's going to have the best voice actors in the game, but you're going only going to be able to play it in single player. But there's also going to be a multiplayer yeah, side of things yeah. that's going to be uh, reminiscent of games like destiny because you're going to party up and run the same missions and strikes over and over again and we're going to kind of keep people in that system with a loot system and a gear. it's like what if we just did everything <laughs> their answer was just like right, yeah, hey yeah, right let's do it all and the side effect of that is it can't all be as engaging as the as it would be if it were a more streamlined pitch yeah. for the game
0: what, what do you guys think of the um the costumes being tied to a lot of kind of consumer products so it bums me out yeah so oh god some of the i think like five gum is like oh if you buy these packs you get like specific it it just all of it feels very corporate and very
2: am i right saying there's a virgin media yeah there's a Uh, oh dude and virgin
0: media they've got i think we should mention this as well if you're on virgin media you get access to the beta regardless of pre-orders oh but it's all it's it's almost like that they've They've done exactly what Jamie said, but they're also said to Disney and we're going to we're going to take all of these corporate brands and integrate them in a way that like you know, yeah, of course, AT&T are going to have their own fucking uh Avengers armor. And yes, this this other fucking <laughs> you're going to have the Coca-Cola
2: Avengers, you know, like
0: fucking hell. It just feels so fucking mor- but, morally suppose- corrupt
2: and corporate. I I've always assumed that's what Disney and comic books in general and Marvel are like. They are big corporate entities that well, Disney. For they, sure, I mean, yeah. You could buy you buy cups with the Avengers on you buy any sort of merch. You like they 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 churn that whole thing. In oh, order don't, to make don't get me wrong, so I'm, but it's, I'm not really surprised. It is suck. Let's imagine
0: this. Let's imagine you're busy watching uh, the the live action remake of Aladdin. Okay, a- yeah. and every five seconds. And comes out in a, in a T-shirt that says Coca-Cola. But you don't
1: and, have to wear this. You don't have to wear the Virgin yeah. Media. No, but skin. it just kind of—it just kind of like, it, kind of like it, it, it rings. That it's like that kind of like product placement and branding. It's just yeah, like it just it get it gets somewhere, my know, guys, like, like you know, I don't know about you, but it's really hot these days, and like
0: uh, you know, the, the heat is kind of like draining my energy. We're, and if we're, off, we're a, off
2: brand. If only there exactly.
0: was a product that like uh, you know could a. Quench that that thirst of yours, and B, give you some energy. I mean, I, just, I don't know, guys. I, I wish such a product existed,
2: and I wish it was as delicious as a Pacific Punch. I hope I hope we haven't bored people like with this whole chat. And I, I think the, Dude, the way, main thing I took away from we it probably was, have. I, was ex- <laughs> I was I was expecting it to be like bad, kind of bad across the board, and I was genuinely impressed and happy with how the combat felt and the um, heroes looked. Yeah. And the prospect of messing around with those, with the new characters, especially because they're going to keep releasing them, obviously, um, I thought, okay, they've nailed the hardest part. There was then a lot of issues around the, in the rest of the game. Yeah. Um, and like Jamie's talked about a whole lo- a load of them, I've talked about a few of them. Um, it's definitely, you know, they've, they've got a ways to go. But yeah. I, I, you, I guess I feel like they're in a good place yeah. rather than they could have been in just awful. It, awful it, could, it could be worse. Okay, we, we, we've got to move on, but I just wanted to ask you guys one more
0: thing, right? So the, the way it seems to me, obviously I haven't played I'm going to play it this weekend. But the way it seems to me is when Marvel's Spider-Man came out, I was like, that looks cool. And then I played it and I, and I thought to myself, this is amazing. Like the way it plays, the way it makes you feel, the story, everything. Whereas this, it seems like
1: fine for the lowest common denominator. Is that a fair right. assessment? I, th- I think to a certain extent, yeah. I think there's a lot of lowest common denominator stuff here. I think there's so much to this game. There's so many elements that they've tried to incorporate to make the perfect game for 2020 that the yeah. net result is no one element of this game feels elevated, feels like a modern-day AAA, Crystal Dynamics-developed, Square Enix-published game. Everything feels like it's just the level below and their yeah. solution to that is, is a lot of it. And there's one thing I will say that I didn't get to mention earlier that I think is really damning. I was playing this game, doing the story content that's in the beta, waiting to be able to play with Jonesy. This game did not get more fun in (laughs) co-op.
2: Yeah, fair enough. I I completely disagree with that. For me, me, I, I, I
1: I don't care about the story stuff either way, but for me, I thought playing with my friends would become taking it to the next level. For me it right. was busier. It was noisier. Oh shit. It a robot. Yeah, taking it to the next level, exactly. But mm. it became busier, it became noisier. It wasn't clear where my friends were, what they were doing, how I could help them, how I can engage with them in combat in any way. I know they'd insinuated in previous trailers that you could like do certain abilities that match up or link up with other players. Didn't see any of that. Maybe I was being blind or oblivious, but I don't know how that stuff works. And to me like I had less fun in multiplayer. Maybe yeah. that's just me. But
0: well, guys, I you know let's let's see because I'm going to be on this weekend. Hopefully, you'll be on this weekend as well. And let's have a let's have a, a Let's yeah. stream it. And I, I don't know. That'd be good. We could stream it. I, I got I got other things to stream. So going on to my catch up of the week. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I got better things to do than stream with you fools. Um, yeah. Well, because last week I showed off my Wii dongle, which uh, you know will never get old. Uh, and yeah. I, I tried it out, and it's fucking cool. It works. And uh, I've been meaning to stream Super Mario Galaxy 2, one of my favorite games of all time. The only issue is it's been so fucking hot that A, I haven't had the uh, the physical will to sit in a hot, sweaty box streaming. Dude, but yeah. also, my son is struggling trying to go to sleep in this heat. Uh, so he would be interrupting me every five minutes. But hopefully either today or tomorrow, we'll see how it goes with that. Um, yeah. So yeah. Hopefully that's going to go oh. on. And the only other thing that I've done was uh, play some Warzone Season 5 with uh, Jamie. And Jonesy, you were spectating. Uh, that was quite fun. Uh, some decent changes to the maps, I guess. Uh, obviously the stadium being opened up and the train now working, but we never got to go on the train because it was just unclear no. how crazy it would be to get onto that train. Yeah, in fact... I, l- I
2: love that they're really pushing it, by like, biggest patch ever. And I'm like, that's not a bonus <laughs> what <are> you're doing <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It was also kind of funny that I I played with you guys and we were excited about the stadium. We were excited about the train. Left it for maybe a week or two and uh, played it actually last night at the time of recording with some people who never stopped playing Warzone and are still uh, really fucking into it. And immediate was like, immediate was like, we don't go on the train. We don't land in the stadium. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, great. I guess that's <laughs> pointless." The, it's pointless. like, the, yeah, the, the yeah. people who are so into it, they're like, "No, we don't do that shit. No, well, we're well, not landing pro- in the stadium. We don't the go anywhere." The problem near with near you it. and me,
0: Jamie, when we, when we tried to get onto the train, is obviously if you land on the train station, everyone's fucking landing on the train station. So right. that that was the issue. And then the other issue was like, okay, well, if we don't land on the train station, we go somewhere else, and then we make our way to the train station. Like, what's the deal with the train? Like, does it come back around to the train station? Is there set intervals you know it's, I, it, i'm sure yeah. there's an answer to it but it's you know just playing it for that first time in that first run through of that new patch we just had no no fucking clue
1: yeah every time there's, i was in a situation where i could have got on the train it was like it would have taken me out of the gas out of the circle into the gas right, yeah say. so it's kind
0: of
2: like weirdly implemented i guess uh
1: but hey ha- i'd love ha- to see having the stadium open is pretty cool
2: can you just like park a big truck next to the train track with some C4 on it wait till the train passes behind
0: and blow some
1: people the fuck up I mean that's <laughs> I, not that'd, that'd be fun to
0: that's not a be bad uh, strategy James.
1: but like I've never seen that many people on the train like when the train goes right. past I remember in Apex the train going past you'd be aware that people could be on the train so far again in my experience with Warzone Season Five, I haven't been like oh shit there's the train be careful there might be someone on it shooting so Yeah, from there. yeah. you right. just kind of ignore it
0: I guess the strategy <laughs> would be like get a bunch of claymores get on the train drop your claymores get out of the train
1: yeah yeah i don't know we'll see anyway, i'll try and play uh, more of that game but i kind of suck at it now Been uh, too long.
0: the only other thing well, two other things so i remember that there was a game from 1995 that i used to love and it was like a shoot 'em shoot 'em up it's fucking crazy it's called raptor and it was made by 3d realms and uh for some reason it popped into my head like oh i fucking remember this game i wonder if it's on steam and it is on steam and they have a uh a 2015 version of it. So I've been playing some of that. So it's as craptastic as it sounds. Uh, (laughs) But the last thing that I'm going to say that I did, which was not gaming related, I watched a movie, fellas. A nice movie. A good movie. A a movie that I can recommend. It is Lonely Island's new movie called uh, Palm Springs. I didn't even know they had a new movie. Yeah. Is
1: it Lonely Island or just uh, uh, Sandberg? Uh, it's what just Sandberg in it, but it's like
0: their production their team or whatever. Okay. Be, yeah. Okay. Yeah, their team. Uh, so, the Goldsmith, all, all those fucking dudes, they'll work together and jerk each other off.
1: Jorma, jo- jo- something? Jorma Tacoma?
0: Tacoma, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ticone. They're all involved. Uh, a really fucking cool film. Uh, really nice premise. I don't, I don't want to speak too much about the premise, but basically, um, Andy Sandberg kind of reliving a day over and over, kind of grind, Groundhog style. All right. Um, wow. Well. But it's it's good, it's good, it's fun. Definitely worth cool. a watch. Uh, good I think it's to know. available on on Hulu. So you know, I, I whipped up my Hulu subscription. And, oh yeah, of course and, you did. I <laughs> watched did. it there. As you In know, fact, yeah. yeah
1: I, re- I remember you uh, texting me saying, "Hey Jamie, what's the best way to get a Hulu account?" <laughs> and I uh, we had a little back and forth about that. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So you know, shout out
0: Hulu and uh, and uh, Apple TV and shout uh, out Hulu. Dis- Disney Plus. And, uh, all of them, uh, Netflix, and uh, yeah. Anyway, so that's that's that. Uh, all right, guys, it's fucking and uh, fifty-one minutes later. Let's go into the news because it's a big one, boys. It's it's. I don't know. I, I'd like to think it's the the shittest news gaming wise that's come out this year.
2: I was shocked. Oh wow! Okay. It's not great. <laughs> it's not great. Maybe it's not the shit news, I mean. If I'm being honest, I don't care, but I'm, there will be a lot of people who are doing I, I, doing... I think there's a big
0: ramification for what it's about. So basically, Halo Infinite, which was originally... Yes, originally, because it has been delayed. It was originally a launch title for the Xbox Series X, and it has now been moved into 2021 with a date unspecified.
1: Crazy, crazy. I honestly... Didn't think this would happen. Maybe I'm naive, but I thought that they would move hell and high water to get this game out in time for the console launch because yeah, it was kind of felt like all they had. It was their big bet.
0: Yeah, it's like hey, we're launching with a new Halo. It's going to be like one of the it's the biggest Halo ever. It's a games as a service Halo. It'll always be evolving. It's like hey, that's you know forget everything else that's going to launch with the Xbox. That is fucking huge, and that is. I mean that is what you would call a a, um, a console mover, right? But it's not yeah. to be. Now the interesting thing is that um, the, the Xbox is rumored to be coming out on November the sixth, right? So yes. <clears throat> I, it's just a bit strange that November sixth is going to come out and there's not going to be a Halo on it. And the question is like, well, what what is going to be on there?
1: Right, the I, is- I think. Not a lot. (laughs) Yeah, there's this thing going around on Twitter where if you remove uh, Halo Infinite from launch and look at Microsoft's messaging for the console, it now reads as New games developed for Xbox Series X and launching with Xbox Game Pass, including exclusives like The Medium, Scorn, Tetris Effect Connected, and more. Which, uh, I know more can encompass a lot of different things, but uh, that doesn't sound like a console launch. Well, And don't, don't get me wrong, like Xbox are the one of the two, obviously ignoring Nintendo for the time being, that are positioning the launch of the Xbox Series X and uh, this fall in general as not necessarily a big generational shift, but just the start of the building blocks for what they're going to build the next generation around, which are services and, and ecosystems. So this this could have been worse, but as it is, it's still pretty... Yeah, not ideal, I guess. Well, I guess, I guess the problem is like, yeah, it's as you said. Microsoft's strategy is necessary.
0: It's not necessarily, hey, buy the Xbox Series X. It's more, right. hey, get into our services. So from that side, like, that's not really gonna matter all that much. I mean, obviously, having Halo on a platform like uh, X Cloud or PC, that's gonna bring a lot more people to your services. Yeah, but it's it's just it it it, it almost the 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 case for the Xbox Series X was always kind of a bit of a hard sell considering what they're trying to do with their services. But now yeah. it just
2: it makes it seem so much harder for anyone to want to buy an Xbox Series X, at launch at least. We're getting to the point where, I mean, so, okay, I wasn't going to get an Xbox anyway, but you start to wonder, like, what's the point in the Xbox Series X? You can play all these games in other places. Nothing, if it's not going to launch with, like, with Halo, then, yeah. you know, well, if people want a new console, they're going to... I, I don't know. I, I wonder the, the point, why they're the point
0: is The point is that it's cheaper than a, than a PC. So it's almost if, if you're coming from, from a point zero kind of perspective of like, I have zero platforms, what are you going to do? You're going to buy an Xbox Series X because it'll work on there and it'll work flawlessly. Yeah.
2: But then, see, I don't know... Yeah, no, that's a, that's a decent point. I was, I was going to say, like, I don't know if you had to pick between an Xbox Series X and a PlayStation 5. I don't necessarily think that's a surefire thing. But for the people that are Xbox people, then for sure, yeah. they're going to go but Xbox again, Series X. again,
0: again, rumors are that Xbox Series X, the more powerful
2: console, will be cheaper than the PS5
0: yes we don't know going, yet. That's,
2: all, that's always a, an amount right because if it can yeah. be cheaper by a 50 quid 100 quid and you're talking 500 to 400 pounds you start to I think people start to think hey that's a crap load of money one way or the other and I'm not gonna yeah. I I think yeah. people will kind of be like they're not gonna make a decision about 50 quid or 100 pounds yeah. if you're talking half
1: the price then maybe but oh don't, it won't be half the price it will be exactly, 50, exactly. Quid it'll total. be 100 pounds Ex- exactly. but again yeah. like that's the cheaper console that can still market itself as the more powerful console yeah. in yeah. traditional terms um, just, so what that's I'm saying he... is it just, it just
0: seems a bit more tarnished that it's not launching like it's not launching with any big games fellas like the PlayStation's yeah. going to come on the PlayStation's going to be like we've got fucking Miles Morales a fucking
2: Spider-Man game nah, come but over, see, come see, over see, I, I had this question with Jamie the other day because he sort of mentioned this in, in our WhatsApp group and then it made it it sort of immediately made me go and look at what the Playstation is launching with and Miles Morales is not a full game um, and there's not much else that you can sort of say uh, well, what do you Play mean, not sta- a full
1: game it's, it's not a, sp- game. It's a-, it's a spin-off title, but it's not going to be fucking a five-hour Spider-Man game, is it?
2: But it's okay. It's like a halfway game, though. I don't. It's not even full is it, price. Is it? Is it, is it full how- price?
0: I don't think I it don't is. Know. I don't how, know. How long? How long was PS4 Spider-Man? Didn't they say that this was like just I don't over know. half I the, the duration?
1: My 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 knowledge of that is skewed because I didn't just finish it. I platinumed it, and so yeah. it took slightly too. longer than I guess I, yeah. other people would have spent with it. But anyway, I, the only game it's, I've ever it, platinumed.
0: It's like it's like Jamie was saying, like. If you put like for like and PlayStation's here and Xbox is here, and Xbox says, We're launching with the medium scorn Tetris effects connected. And then you've got PlayStation who are like, We're launching with a Spider Man game. We're launching what they'll probably launch with, uh, I, think, I think they were hinting that uh, Gran Turismo is going to be launch window.
1: Yeah, uh, they've got that. Like. They've got Astro's Playroom, which is a pack-in. Yeah, uh, there are also exclusives oh, Ratchet, like was
0: Ratchet and Clank. A, uh, launch Ratchet? Ratchet and
1: Clank is not launched, but they do okay. have the bigger third-party exclusive launch titles. So, Godfall is a third-party exclusive launch title. Deathloop yeah. from Bethesda, yeah. is a third-party exclusive launch title. That's there. When Godfall and Deathloop are your equivalent of Scorn and what was the other one? Uh, I remember the Medium. medium. Medium, Which like,
0: yeah.
1: like, it's not, it's, it's not, surely it's, everyone's picking up Deathloop over Scorn at this point, right? Like yeah. If you're picking up, I don't know, it's a weird one. It's <laughs> it's just not ideal. And again, it could have happened to a worse console manufacturer at a worse time. Yeah. And the other the other elephant at the room here that we kind of now know more about as a result of other stuff that's happened this week is the Xbox Series S will probably exist. So Microsoft could have the most powerful console uh, in traditional terms on store shelves this fall, and also have the cheapest console uh, by a wide margin. Going yeah. back to what Jonesy was saying about, hey, what if it's half, half the price? price. Yeah. The Xbox Series S theoretically could, and then of course you have the added benefits of Game Pass and all the titles and blah 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 blah. And yes, it won't be quote unquote optimized for Series X, but I don't know. That that could be a big factor this year of all years, where uh, expendable income or disposable income is at an all time low for some yeah. consumers, and maybe they do go into stores and want a new console that's also the cheapest console. And you, Series S fills that brief. I don't know. Yeah. Sorry, Jamie. Um, do
0: you re- do you reckon that Xbox Series S will have X Cloud compatibility?
1: Uh, yes, I, I think that uh, X Cloud is going to become as a service. More attuned to the whole Game Pass Ultimate thing, and it's not going to be console related. Right. So, there's going to, I think, they basically all but confirm there will come a point where, in the monthly fee that you are paying towards uh, Xbox, you're yeah. going to get gold for as long as that's around with your multiplayer yeah. privileges. You're going to get a Game Pass and everything that entails, and you're going to get Xcloud with all the access to the games on Game Pass. The yeah. issue there is that can they sort out this iOS thing, which is really dragging its heels and becoming very frustrating? Because that's a huge portion of the audience I am personally someone who would probably pay Play uh, XCloud The most on iOS And when I got into that trial <laughs> period When I got into that trial period And they were doing the, the test version of uh, uh, XCloud through iOS yeah. Before they got an official app on the App Store Which now seems like they might not at all uh, yeah. That was what I did it on I did it on. I was playing uh, Whatever they tested it on It was Halo, the Master Chief Collection And I played yeah. it on iOS and I, right. that's 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 a bummer that, that they haven't been able to work that out. And fuck yeah,
0: Apple. and I don't think they will. I think Apple are just so kind of like uh, yeah,
1: it's crazy, let dude.
2: Me, let yeah. me just confirm with the so the, the Miles Morales thing that basically everything's pointing toward that it's going to be similar to Uncharted: The Lost Legacy. Um, it's being called significantly shorter than uh, Spider uh, Marvel Spider Man, which was about forty hours. By who? So, I mean, and it's and I think by who? The, by who? who used the so, word
1: significantly? Uh,
2: Bloomberg, significantly shorter. Okay, but um, hold on, even even the, if it's The a, Verge the Verge are saying if it follows that kind of thing, then you'll pr- it could be similar to the whole I think it was twi- so that Uncharted was $29, 20 dollars, sorry, cheaper than the full game. So I mean you could say that this might be forty quid, forty five quid. That could somewhere. be good. Yeah. But also
0: okay. also consider if you're talking about a forty hour game, right? And you're significantly sure,
2: significant, it could be thirty hours, like it could still be a decent length of time. Exactly. Like um, like lo- we just finished Last of Us and that's a twenty to twenty five hour game. Like by, Yes, no, sure. So it's, it's definitely going to be like a, a great standalone PS5 experience. Yeah. But I, I wonder if, in some respects, Xbox kind of felt a little bit. Um, they they thought they wouldn't get us called out as much for this because they looked at PlayStation and were like, "Well, hey, they don't have any full length, full price epic games coming no, out." No, like I, kept-
0: I think I think they looked at this and they said, "Fuck, we got no choice." <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> we're what, in the ship. What they said is they cited developmental changes. Okay, because obviously the creative director left the company during development, and you know the whole impact of COVID.
2: And then they showed off the gameplay and everyone kind of shat on it because they're like... So can I ask, because I want to, before we move on from this, this is yeah. what I wanted to ask you guys, because um, you know a lot better than I will. I am really surprised they showed that gameplay less than, what was it, two weeks ago, and yeah. then now have come out and said this and have cited these reasons. To me, that says um, that it's a lot more to do with the backlash they've had from the Xbox event um, than it is to do with maybe things that were
1: already bubbling. Yeah. Like, what do you think? But, but, possibly- I, I, yeah, I don't think you admit. I don't think you put out a press release and said that says, ah, "You guys said the graphics were bad, and you're right. <laughs> we're going re- to do the graphics again." You 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 take a, you take advantage of the situation and say, "Hey, look, things have been shitty this year. We were probably going to release it, but you're right. And I, but you don't admit that. You don't admit yeah. that, right?" To be fair to him, it could be that the reason the graphics were a bit
2: shitty and the backlash was because of these issues they had and they thought it was okay. They did the release and they were like, nah, this is not okay. Like, we need to sort this out. There was
0: an interesting discussion I was having with uh, one of our patrons on our Discord. Access for $2. Go sort, check out patreon.com slash super show. But we're talking about, like, why it looked so bad. And what we what we, well, what he said, which kind of opened my eyes a bit and said, maybe it looked so bad. Look, it's an explanation, but not a, a reasoning for it. Okay. Maybe it looked so bad because they're going for this games as a service thing, much like Avengers, you want it to run on as broad a spectrum of uh, hardware as possible. So it should be able to look like dirt and still play well. The only head but They scra- wanted to run at
2: 120 frames a
0: second, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. But the only head scratcher yeah. with this, okay, the, the thing that kind of. I. I, I I wholeheartedly agree that that is what they would need to be doing if they're going for games of service. What I don't understand is why you show it off like that
2: on a high-end PC. It it, would be kind of filth to show off a really amazing version and then release it looking like it looked. No, I don't think so.
0: I think that's exactly what you do. And you say, this is what it looks like at the high end. Dude, if you are showing off a game for the very first time, you're going to show it off in the best light possible. Hold on,
2: so do you mean it would be playable in that fashion on a high-end PC? What do you mean? So are you saying that they would show off it looking really amazing with some really nice high-res textures, yeah. etc.? it would then release and it was playable in that form or it was playable in only how we've actually seen it with low-res no, no, textures do, do, and th- looking
0: Think, think, think as, a, as a PC gamer for a second with, uh, where you can change all the graphical options, right?
2: So what's going to happen is... You can only w- change them if, they, if, the, if the assets are available in the game that they've released. You can't just turn up like, resolution and textures when they don't exist in the game.
0: Yeah, but what I'm saying is, that's that's seemingly what they didn't do, but that's why it's a head-scratcher, because that's what you would do. When you first show off a game, you'd show right. off with the highest uh, possible uh, texture packs, the, the best um, LODs you've got, the best draw distance that you can muster, because you've got high-end PCs. See, actually, I think that's, that's what
2: they've done. <laughs> I think this is as high as it goes. And well, they've realized they made a mistake. Yeah. They need to like... Which is what then, Jamie says. that It could be, but they're not going to come out. I, I wish they did, though. I
0: wish they pulled a fucking Sonic the Hedgehog and said,
1: yeah, <laughs> you know what? Sonic looks like dog shit. We're going to go back to the drawing board. We'll Man. see you guys next I think, year. I it think works the, for them. I think the issue is that Microsoft wouldn't let them do that because I think they probably see <laughs> Halo Infinite, the way they promoted that game and the way they uh, publicized its appearances as too. Like close and too related to the power of the Xbox Series X and the potential of the Xbox yeah. Series X. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. if you come out and say we're delaying Halo Infinite, because it didn't look good enough. I think you're not just indicting Halo Infinite, but the potential of your platform that is still coming out.
0: You know, we should have known um, when, yeah. when they said that it was running on PC rather than Xbox.
1: We should have yeah. known. We should have known uh, that but
0: I, but there I, was a big, big problem there. I mean, we didn't know, maybe.
1: And to I think fair, I think you're probably right, Chris, about what you were saying. The conversation you had on Discord about different platforms and maybe there was an issue within 343 where they felt like they were getting mixed messages and microsoft came to them and said you're making a new title in our flagship series you're making the new halo we want you to make this the tentpole release for the xbox series x and look as good as it can by the way it also has to run on the xbox series s a regular xbox one yeah and and a bunch of PCs like how do you make a game that runs on the Xbox One and the Xbox Series X Sony aren't giving their developers that problem yeah yeah
2: i would imagine that it has to look best on Xbox Series X you couldn't release yeah. a PC version Agreed. that looked better oh, than that
1: oh i think a, a PC version has to by nature on of the, on release. The, the relative power yeah but it's, no one's, gonna, no one's going to buy an Xbox Series X and feel like I wasted uh, my money because the PC version still looks better. I think no, console I, I, gamers I, nowadays are aware of the, the shortfall.
0: No, I, I think I'm with Jonesy to a degree. Like I think texture-wise and, and draw distance-wise, it's going to be on, on par. And the only difference you'll get with the higher-end PCs as opposed to Xbox Series X... Because don't forget, like, Xbox Series X is right up there with like the highest-end PCs at the moment. I think the only difference you get is additional frame rate. So
1: because right, of raw so power, power you're, you're, in high yeah, you're right. still cu- you're still basically agreeing with me then. No, because it wouldn't necessarily co- look any co- better. It wouldn't necessarily be- look any
2: better.
0: Yeah, like I, I don't. You could I argue that I wouldn't say that there's a a high end PC
1: texture pack that's not going to be. Oh yeah, right, yeah I'm not. Right. I'm not suggesting there's a texture pack that's not yeah, on the yeah. Series X, but I don't. I I think it will the PC version will still be the best way to play that game. And I don't think console gamers would be particularly bothered by it because I think yeah, that's no, the no, message no. we've had beat over. A, at this point, if you don't own a PC, it's probably because you don't want to. And that's not yeah. going to change this generation or it's unlikely yeah. to. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I don't know. I have a weird... I have a, I'd be sympathetic to an someone who bought an Xbox Series X who booted it up who then their friend had a, yeah. the, a really high well, like we, the highest we, end PC you could have and they put those things side by side and the PC you had to turn down to like normal settings to I get would, it looking I the same I, as the I Xbox wouldn't. Series X I wouldn't because
1: NVIDIA are about to release the next generation of graphics cards dudes are about to go out and spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on thir- on 30 series graphics cards you telling me those people want to plug those in get download the PC version of uh, Halo Infinite infinite and then say oh here's a hamstrung pc port because they didn't want the xbox series x version to." no look no no
2: no no hamstrung port but i just think that you could have a game that looked really nice played really well and you didn't feel like you were playing it like, i don't not no, as it was like,
1: i don't i'm not suggesting the xbox series x version is going to be markedly inferior but it's always going to be at least inferior by some metric
0: yeah i think, I think you guys are on the same page and you don't realize yeah, <laughs> let's just move maybe. on Sure. Uh, it's also getting really dark in here. Sorry, my my lighting. Is I if
1: maybe you switch the light off or something. No, it's just it's just
0: like fucking clouds going. Hopefully it fucking rains because I'm dying.
1: Ah, uh, see, so you got right. you got to close your curtains, block those sun rays, baby. Don't let them you know get what They are mostly closed. It's just a sliver
0: that's open because I was like, I need to get some kind of an mm. airflow here.
1: Anyway, uh, moving on. So
0: the other big thing that happened this week was obviously we were treated. To another night city wire episode uh, obviously relating to cyberpunk 2077 fellas um this one was pretty cool because it it uh delved deep into kind of like what kind of life path as they're calling it uh you'd be choosing so you could either go a street kid a nomad or a corpo and it's almost like choosing those at the start of your playthrough will change your starting area and change the uh at least an initial couple of missions from what i understand but further to that it'll open up further dialogue options throughout the entire game depending on your you know for lack of a better word life path um so the street kid is almost like you're a i don't know a, a fucking drug dealer with tattoos up your arms and shit and you know you're you're a crip and a blood basically <laughs> if you're nice. a nomad you're, you're basically a, a mad max redneck and if you're a a corpo, uh, you're a corporate assassin, it seems. Uh, he, the, the video that they had for it was really fucking cool. Like, it, it, I, I came out of that thinking... Initially, I was thinking, oh, I'll just be a street kid. But watching it again, I was just like, man, actually, they
2: all look kind of interesting in their own right. What, what did you guys think of them? Uh, yeah, I, I thought they looked great. The um, I think there was one sort of thing it threw up for me was I immediately like you Chris was like oh I know which direction I want to take but it actually made me think I'm going to have to start this game three times because I want to play (laughs) the three different sort of ways to start that story because I think you know some games obviously give you a chance to say this is my backstory and and it has some effect on the way you what happens in the game, but this is literally saying, like you said if you're a nomad, you start outside the city uh, you start in the no man 's land area um and you kind of have to um, make your way into night city and they were even talking about the fact that you'll be able to see you know the uh, silhouette of nom- of um oh, was it? night city on the horizon and things like yeah. that um they also touched on how It won't just affect your backstory, but will affect what happens to you in the game going forward. I don't think they said how long in the game it lasts for, but they gave an example where if there's a mission in the game where if you play as a corpo um, or as a corporate then you will sort of have a dealing with this corporate um, woman who's from this militaristic side of the uh, uh, corporate structure in the game and you will kind of understand who she is and what stuff's going on and what's, what she's about and it will give you extra dialogue options to deal with a mission where you have to go and like get, a, I think it's called a flathead robot back from a gang that've stolen it. If you're a street kid, you won't have those options because you just simply... Won't know like anything about the corporate life. You won't be able but to talk I, I to But I wonder her and, if you you follow through that path later on in the game, though. So this is so this is after a few missions. I understand this isn't like immediately in the game. This is right. once you've been playing. For, I guess a couple, but I, I think it might be just a couple of missions in. Um, and it sort of it basically says that if you were a street kid, you wouldn't have these options. But then once you get into the actual mission you'll be able to talk to the gang in a different kind of way because you're from the streets like they are. So you have a, like, a bit of a different dialogue and they will even give you... Um, they sort of might like you more than they would have yeah. done had you been a corpo. But so, yeah, I'm I'm keen to see how far that extends into the game. Yeah. Like 10 that, hours in, is that still going to be having yeah. an effect? Or
0: The only thing that, that kind of annoyed me about that trailer, though, was the street kid and the nomad kind of explained your upbringing, as it were. Like, hey, right. you were born on the streets and... The gangs were your family. If you're a nomad, you're like, oh, yeah, you know, fucking grew up doing NASCAR. And then the corpo was just kind of like, oh, you're a fucking 28-year-old corporate assassin. It's like the, you didn't really get the background as to who you were as a growing up as a corpo, which right. was a bit of annoying thing for me because I would have liked to have known that. But ultimately, it doesn't matter. You're going to get the, your hands on the game either way and you're going to fucking go.
2: I wanted to ask you guys, though. W- I well, was like what you said, the nomad one i i yeah. didn't like when it went you had your first kiss in a cornfield i'm like or in a synth field or so like yeah. what because the first one was like you're a hard street kid and then like you you've got you got diddled under the bleachers is like what you, where's this gone but but but, but really like strange. like the 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 aesthetic of the nomad and that whole like mad max
0: thing was really fucking cool yeah and that's cool yeah and cool. and, and Obviously, it's going to be cool because you're going to start off outside of Night City in that mission when you start the yeah. game and you've got to go there. That was I think that's, a, that's a nice touch, right? Uh, but yeah, yeah I, I, for sure. I, I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on what you might start off with.
1: It's um, hard, man. It is it's, a tough it's one. A Especially it be. because it, it bleeds into so many other elements of the game. I, there was initially a part of me that was uh, lured to the idea of Nomad simply because yeah. of actually what you were saying, Chris, which is like... As Jonesy hinted at, we've seen games before let like you choose a backstory that might influence other stuff, like Mass Effect let you do that. But this is the first time they've ever said, hey, the first couple of hours are going to be completely different based on which of these three you yeah, yeah, And yeah. that's neat. And I liked the idea of a completely different environment to Night City being your introduction to that world. Because it just looked cool. And graphically, I thought oh, it was all very impressive. I've but... got it.
0: Sorry, Jamie. I've got it. I've got it. Oh and yeah. You play, you play the game. Up until the point where you figure, oh, this is where it bleeds into the main thing. Then Mm -hmm. you stop and you go and you play the game as the other faction. And then the other faction. And then you've got three different saves. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to carry on with
1: this one. It's a good idea, as any. Uh, Not bad. But yeah, sorry. Carry on. What am I going to pick? I don't know. I think there's something about Street Kid that speaks to the way that I thought... Uh, what's the character's name? V. V. Yeah. V. Yeah. V. That I thought V was being presented uh, in trailers and pre-release material, totally. and there's something about like sticking to the narrative. It felt like they wanted to create originally. I get there's player choice and player agency, but I can see Street Kid appealing to me uh, in certain ways. Yeah, Plus, get what like that—that's what I am. I'm a kid that grew up <laughs> on the wrong side of the tracks. You know, I had to deal with my fair share of hardships, and uh, you know, I, I you know. The, I can see that I, I'm a street kid, basically, is what I'm saying. I think, saying.
0: Jamie, I think you've got to wait for the DLC where there's a, another life path included called uh, uh,
1: Private School Prick. Yeah, Average Middle Class <laughs> Suburban Life. It's like, yeah. How did you get into this life? <laughs> there, uh, was wow. a, yeah, there, there were ways of making that joke uh, that didn't have to include the elements that you chose to include. But, um, <laughs>
0: there we go. Hey, wow. I'm,
2: I, I'm a private school prick, so you know, there you go. So I'm the only commoner here. Well, but maybe but, that but explains why this, we, Alex Jones. We knew this. We did, but maybe that explains why you two are uh, like uh, getting the you're fetishizing the nomad and the street kid lifestyle. Whereas I I'm mean, the only one who's like, I'm, I'm starting that as shit. As my, thi-
1: my thing was a, my thing was a joke until Chris had to go and make it fucking real. Like, <laughs> I'm a little bit taken aback, almost. Uh.
2: So I, I, for me, it's going to be corporate, and I'll tell you why. Because like, I think you guys said like it was quite annoying, actually. Sorry, no, showing...
1: Jonesy, uh, you don't actually have to explain why you, you're going the corporate path. Just tell people to re-listen to the Marvel's Avengers section of the podcast. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And, and show them your bank account where it's just been inflated by a company called say? the MRVL. Do oh, you know what? I I'm would joking. sell out... I would Square
2: Square sell I would sell out so hard if Square Enix reached out to me to give me some money to push Marvel's Avengers. <laughs> and it wouldn't matter, because nobody would give a shit. But, watch, um, out,
1: watch out for the hashtag ad in Jonesy's live streams. Yeah, yeah sure. Sure. <laughs> but, sorry, um, Sorry, Jonesy. Go, actually, though, no, why, why corporate? Yeah, why, why
2: corporate? corporate? So, because uh, th- so, th- and this, t- I think Chris said about, like, the fact they didn't touch on it, which kind of bugged me a little bit, because I've always thought corporate, but because that's because I kind of want that Blade Runner, Takeshi Kovach kind of... Um, feel and i like that sort of you were corporate and then you turn and then you you know become i imagine you become someone with like a conscience which i get so at least being a corpo and then becoming that i suppose it'd feel more i like that uh, angle in the story of v but jamie you're actually right no i hadn't thought about it that they have always presented v as kind of like a street kid and it would may feel odd to start in a different place you know what it kind of
0: felt like actually it felt like they've made the game Without
2: any life paths, like all the stuff we've been
0: shown. Oh right, where it's yeah. like you're only kind of a yeah. kid. and then they thought, you know what? Actually, maybe we
2: can add in some other shit. Yeah, and they added Nomad and Corporate. That's what it feels like. One, yeah. I think the other thing the life path touches on, and I this to me, mate, had a bit of an effect, and I'm not sure why because I haven't played the goddamn game. But the character of Jackie in that game seems really cool, and I yeah. really want to be Jackie's mate. And the different life paths actually have you. Uh, meeting Jackie and and getting to know Jackie in three totally different ways. So I think yeah. uh, if you're a street kid, you know him and your friends in one way. I think he. You, if you're the corpor, I think you're trying to uh, steal a car, and he comes and like grabs you and throws you on the oh, floor. Oh yeah, that, and, that was that was the previous night. Why? Uh, uh, yeah, trainer, yeah, right? yeah. And so that did was kind of
1: an interesting take. Like, how? It, sorry, Jamie, go on. Not to make it awkward, but did, did Jackie dies? Is that Jackie confirmed? dies? Yeah. It was in a in a cut well. That was scene in Jackie that cu- that cutscene trailer, right? So, like, which yeah. which is like a weird decision. When they did that, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was them walking back the Jackie stuff, but they haven't.
2: No, so, no, no, what, I what, no. okay,
1: weird, it's weird. Okay, yeah, yeah it's, I, I'm. I don't
2: know how that's going to fold into the game, right? That seems blight. If it's a choice, like if Jackie doesn't have to die, that would be because if but, you then get Jackie killed, you're going to feel like shit.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: But, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't. I, I don't know, man. Like
0: like I said, my initial reaction was street kid because much like Jamie, I, I did grow up in the street, you know, the, uh, you know, the, the back street. You're like are, Jenny
2: from the block. Like you looked at the street from your, uh, your penthouse window. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm Chris from the block. Not really. The, the yeah, it's more it's more like
0: middle, middle class kid thinking that he's more street than he is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, a street, street kid was kind of cool and I, I definitely like the kind of aesthetic of it with, you know, like fucking, the, the fucking tat sleeves and the, the fucking graffiti and all that stuff. But then they showed Nomad and Nomad was like, oh, but that's kind of cool because it's that Mad Max kind of style. And then they showed the fucking Corpo. And I, I'll be honest, I wasn't on board with the Corpo whatsoever until they said, you're a corporate assassin and as soon as they're done, as soon as you've killed the targets, they're going to send someone to kill you. And I thought. I want to be a part of that story. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I
1: don't fucking know. I might just have to fucking roll the dice it's, on it or something. It's like it's that the corpo cool shit sounds like content you don't want to miss out on. Yeah. Just because you picked right. another thing, which could be this weird, awkward side effect of this very cool system, is that maybe you do have to play at least the early stages of this game three times to get all that content. <laughs> I don't like know. I said, I yeah, just to do, just yeah. save it.
0: Just do, don't even go into the main story. Just play them in three different save slots and then decide. Uh, an interesting one, which actually. I want to take you guys, get you guys' take on this because one of the other trailers that they showed off in the the info that they were giving was about the weapons, and I'm really glad that they did this because, you know, weapons are such a big part of this thing. Like, it's not an FPS game; it's an RPG. We have to remember that, but it still you're still killing shit in this game quite often, uh, and they had a really cool trailer showing the different types of weapons that you will get in different categories, etc. But I wonder if. At least in the initial part of the game, depending on which life path you go for, is what weapons you're going to start off with. So this might, you see, uh, this might this might change the way we look at who we want to uh, get started as. So right. uh, they showed off this trailer. Oh, fucking hell, I'm getting really hot and bothered here. Um, they, <laughs> they showed off this trailer with all these different weapons and they got stuff like fucking, oh man, smart weapons with like tracking bullets. So remember like the uh, the auto pistol in... Titanfall 2 yeah. where it's like the reticule is just like this half the size of the screen anything in there, just fucking targets and kills um, yeah. you get power weapons that can kind of like kind of like railguns aren't they Jonesy where it's like uh, magnetic, yes. magnetically thrusting metal into someone's skull
2: I think that that's the one they said is um, like penetrate cover and shoot people behind mirrors. oh yeah
0: penetration's always good my friend um, but yeah they, they showed off a lot of kind of the uh, weapon customization like I don't know, those weapons just look look so fucking cool. And at least from the trailer, I mean, obviously it feels different when you play it, but from the trailer, they looked like they felt good and suitably powerful.
2: Like fucking the the one dude took out a shotgun and blew off a dude's head and it just felt fucking visceral and cool. They did say there's like an eight-chambered shotgun that if you're close enough to someone and I guess it's your power level's enough, you can basically cut them in half (laughs) with it,
1: which is always fun. I also, this was one section where rather than just watching the trailer, I did actually see some of the the chat around it because I was a little yeah. bit more curious about this stuff than I was certainly the weird shit about that Screamo band. Um, <laughs> no, no offense to anyone involved in that side of this game, uh, so it's going to be cool. But the dude was talking about, he almost implied there would be, not like a loot system, but like re- different guns would have different rarities to the point yeah. where there was like a version there was like a top-tier thing that were like legendary weapons that were essentially one-offs, and sometimes they would actually belong to certain characters. And you could be in situations where you had to make a decision, like, hey, let this character live because you like them, or kill this character because they've got a gun that (laughs) you can only get in this one place. And uh, when I heard that kind of element, I was like, actually, that sounds pretty cool as well. Like, I could see if there are unique weapons and one-off guns that incorporate some of these ideas that are actually kind of unique and interesting... Um, that would be neat.
0: Yeah, really yeah, cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what, what I also appreciate is that um, the weapons can change, their their aesthetic model will change depending on what mod you have attached to them. So that's really cool. So like different scopes, different, I don't know, fucking all these things. It the uh, silencers, I think. Yeah, silencers, like stocks,
2: etc. Um That's really fucking cool. They, they also touched on, which I think is the non-visual side, which... Um, I mean this is not again this is nothing new but it, they just made it sound really cool. I mean that's probably because I'm biased because I'm super invested in this game at this point. But um you also have the chip modification elements of each weapon. So beyond the scope silencers, you have uh small chips that you can put into guns. I think they said I don't, I don't know if they all of them, but they definitely said that some will have two slots so you can put in for example um a flame um mod so it's basically software that you install to your gun which then makes enemies that you hit with those bullets catch fire That's which cool. you know which is which is wicked um and i like the way they've done that i like the fact that it's a uh it's a it's a chip mod although did you guys see that they kind of got rinsed because there was a still of um uh, uh, one of the parts of a weapon i'm not sure what weapon or part it was but it had like a usb c port and they were like <laughs> what de- like how why are we still using usb which I thought was quite But funny I guess that's kind of, that of the cyberpunk
0: around. aesthetic is kind of taking like, like I could imagine picking up a fucking cyberpunk gun and it having a scart on the side and you put <laughs> plug in the scart that then goes into an yeah. eyeball. Like that's just kind <laughs> That'd of assassin, cool, right? I, like, That would be cool, right? That would be cool. Yeah, maybe, maybe the, the blowback is that like you don't really want USB, you want a scart or you want like, you want like fucking composite cables with like fucking 10 cables coming out, one for each color and you know, fucking hell, yeah. Man. I, I don't know, man, like uh, to, to touch a little bit on what Jamie was saying as well, they had another video where they were showing showing off this like screamo band called Refused, uh, and how they're bringing the fictional band Samurai to life. Now Samurai is the one that Johnny Silverhand is kind of like part of. I, I, I thought it was kind of interesting because that first trailer that really got everyone kind of stuck into was this like really cool techno track, right? Or electro track, yeah. or whatever you fucking. I can I can
1: still it. remember it in my head.
0: Yeah, it's a. Uh Hyper, I think, was the... Yeah, anyway, I've got it on my Spotify. Fucking great track. Um, but, and then they started showing off like all the Samurai stuff and this more like heavy metal kind of thing. And I, I was like, ah, oh, okay. So they kind of like gone back on that kind of techno kind of thing. Um, but then when they showed off like the, the trailers for the, the weapons, for instance, the fucking more banging techno tracks, I was like, hell yeah, let's fucking yeah. go. I wonder
1: if Is it's it... going to be a mix of both.
2: Yeah, yeah I, I would have thought definitely. maybe, yeah. I yeah. can't imagine that the entire game has a soundtrack, which is the same as a game in the band with an, a character who's an NPC. Like I, I can imagine this yeah, yeah. stand out, if I suppose so you've like got to, to think kind of that
0: they almost go to like a GTA route, right? Where there's like different like radio stations and shit, and
2: yeah, maybe diff- yeah,
0: different sure. different genres, et cetera. I'd be uh, interested
2: to see what um twenty seventy seven radio sounds like as you're driving around. Yeah,
0: fuck guys, I,
1: I can't wait for this shit. Honestly, Lady I Lady Gaga's this. head in a jar, just all. Banging out hits. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like if anyone was going to do the head in the jar thing and still be an artist, it would be her for some reason. Yeah. That's her aesthetic. <laughs> uh, right. But uh,
0: unless there's anything else you guys want to talk about Cyberpunk, uh, we can move on to the last bit of news. You guys are good? I don't th- yeah, I don't think there
2: was anything else that kind of jumped out from that from that Night City wire.
0: Other than I just can't fucking wait. Oh, I will say one thing, though. So, so Cyberpunk is obviously a game that's time and again being delayed. Let's hope it doesn't fucking get delayed again. I really doubt that it would be. But it does kind of shine another light on the Halo Infinite thing, where as disappointing as it is, and as much as Microsoft may have handed a bigger win to PlayStation theoretically by not having it as a launch title, it's a good thing that Halo Infinite is delayed, okay? It needs to be said, it is a good thing. Any game that needs to be delayed because it needs to be polished or fixed or
2: made as good as it can be, that's fine by me yeah we it's weird because we we live in that world as well like I think people would rather a game was better than it rather than it just came out like that's never you know yeah they don't really want to settle I guess yeah
0: anyway Yeah.
2: not not going back in time uh, the last bit of news
0: we have is uh, Control they showed off their AWE expansion I can't remember what AWE meant in Is it altered world event
1: yes yeah um uh, but, but like, of course int- it could it could stand for something else
0: yeah so uh, part of this trailer the trailer starts off with uh, what was it like uh, stay whatever you do stay in the light
1: yes right exactly
0: and and that is obviously something from another um, Remedy <coughs> title which is Alan Wake so when they first announced AWE as an expansion coming out which was like when the game launched they were like these are the two expansions that are going to come out Foundation and AWE they always said like oh yeah we internally joked that AWE stands for Alan Wake um, expansion and Alan Wake is in the fucking trailer at the very end just yeah. a very quick shot
1: of his face yeah I didn't recognize him at first I don't know if it was like the hair or just <sighs> what, they met, what they thought he looked like by today's standards but at first I was like I'm guessing that's meant to be Alan Wake
0: yeah but it's fucking cool man you know what's freaking me out though is playing Control like Control's not a scary game but it's certainly an unnerving game
1: yeah and if you're telling me that
0: yeah. yeah. And if you're telling me that you're getting enemy types that'll fuck you
1: up in the dark. Oh, I don't know. Oh man. yeah. If they if they introduce the light mechanic from Alan Wake and like all of a sudden uh what's her name? Jesse. 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 Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. she's got like a torch and like Alan <laughs> Wake does, and she has to shine the torch on them for long enough before she goes. Yeah, yeah. Um That'd be interesting. I, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. It's cool, I'm man. Ex- like, yeah. Yeah.
0: I I'm, I'm ex- I am excited... It's weird, like, Control was my game of the year, and I really fucking loved it, but I never, I never jumped onto Foundation when it first came out, and I don't know why, for the life of me, I mean, I'd love to, but maybe it's just mm, a case yeah. of, like, saying, oh, I'll, I'll play the two expansions back-to-back, Foundation yeah. and AWE, That's pretty fucking cool. Um,
2: I I, I kind of get that though. Like I've, I I finished that game and I found it was it was a, it was a good experience. But I yeah. didn't really find myself thinking I just want to keep playing more. Like it was kind of a contained thing. Oh, dude, I mean, I'd, yeah.
0: Like, like I, I finished the story and I didn't go back to finish some of the uh, extra stuff that they had in the game, even though I wanted to. No, me either. Yeah. Um, but there's there's a bit of controversy around control as well at the moment because. Um, Much like a a lot of other games are saying, where they're like, hey, you buy this game now and there'll be a patch down the line to uh, bring it up to date for the next gen. So if you buy a PS5 or an Xbox Series X, it'll work there. But Control have done that in a very weird way. So they've announced a new edition of the game, which they're calling the Control Ultimate Edition, uh, which is announced for PC and current, current gen platforms. But what's nice about it is it will allow you to have a free upgrade to a PS5 or Xbox Series X version of the game through a patch. Mm -hmm. The weird thing about it is if you own any previous version of Control, you are not going to get this patch for the next gen, which is strange because there was a version of the game that came out, which was like an quote unquote, an ultimate edition that had all of the expansions, with, you know, fucking Season Pass, whatever you fucking want to call it. And if you have that old one, it doesn't... It's not the same as this new one.
1: Yeah, like the... the, Even, for example, the digital deluxe version of Control contained the base game and the Season Pass, which is theoretically identical to the contents of the Ultimate Edition. But, of course, they are now releasing this as a new product, which, uh, if you look at that on the Xbox side of things, where uh, there's uh, smart delivery... It, it almost becomes like a workaround uh, for that. This is a way, for all its purposes, this seems like a way for them to charge for the next gen version of the game. Yeah. So,
0: it just, it just seems so kind of like ill placed and illogical.
1: For, I don't know. It just seems, it just seems it greedy for lack of it a also, better word, right? It also doesn't. Uh, maybe this is me just being naive, but it doesn't seem very remedy. Like, I yeah. I always thought they were kind of like a kind of a cool company who kind of understood <laughs> what people wanted, and the way they handed controls, post-release stuff, and the updates and the a lot of the patches and new bits and pieces of content they delivered prior to the foundation. Like it seemed like they were going about it the smart way. And yeah. I know there were weird, there were lots of rumors around how Control didn't sell particularly well, but like surely the argument isn't don't create another way to try and sell the game, honor the people that did buy it to begin with. Yeah. I don't
2: know. It's just very it's strange. It, and it, it seems, seems it, like a strange it seems like a strange thing because it almost begs a question like why have they done it? Like I'd love to, I'd love to know the real the reason if it was a case of oh well we don't want to have to do the work for this version because this n- ultimate edition uh, ultimate version is different yeah. so the patch is going it's it's one of those was a little bit bizarre to me. I don't know enough about the industry and how they yeah. make games to know like I'd love to, but I would love to. Well, it's the weird thing is that so Jamie Tushon is like Hey, it, it didn't
0: sell, It it's all it fine, but it didn't like blow away anything. And you almost have to think to yourself, in a way, the people that supported you, this is like insulting them, right? Because the people that supported you to begin with, you should be like, you guys fucking trusted us when maybe some other people didn't. So here you go, right?
1: And instead, right. they're
0: just kind of like scorched earthing and saying, well, fuck it. You know, if you want to play this game on the next gen, you've got to buy it again. And I think, Jonesy, before we started recording, you were saying that it actually would have been better if they just didn't have this upgrade path and they just said, hey, there is a PlayStation 5 and an Xbox Series X version that you can buy. And that probably
2: wouldn't have been as contentious as what they've done. That would make a lot more sense to me because it effectively, because like you guys are saying, effectively what they're saying is you need to buy the definitive, whatever they call it, the ultimate edition, um, and then to get the upgrade. But the ultimate edition is not coming out until just before next gen releases anyway. So you kind of think like maybe just wait a few months and then yeah, put out a PlayStation Five edition, yeah. which is every. You could just take everything that's on that ultimate edition, stick it all onto one disc stick a higher yeah. frame rate on it and then sell it as a like, PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X version.
1: Like, if I, if I was someone who was really, really, really committed to playing Control on the next generation uh, with the PlayStation 5 improvements, uh, and I bought Control Ultimate Edition in September as a result of that, for those two months before the next console came out and the patch was theoretically released, I would own two identical versions of Control. Yeah. Digitally. Yeah, digi- yeah. Which is With crazy. no difference between them. No difference between them. Yeah, we
0: just did that together, Jamie. Yeah. You know, a little, little bit of an Easter a Easter egg for people watching
1: we're, on YouTube. We're in sync. <clears throat>
0: yeah, this kind of weird. I don't know. I, I would be surprised if they don't
1: change their idea there. I, I, this is one of those situations where, like, you've got to be careful when you talk about, like, fan feedback leading to direct reversals of decisions. Uh, but this is one where I do hope they listen to the crowd, so to speak. And 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 recognize that this is not just a, a a bad decision, but also the start of a potentially slippery slope where yeah. you don't want like remedy and five of all people to pave the way for other publishers to think this is okay. Like when the EAs of the world are out there <laughs> saying yes, you can upgrade for free. Why is control different?
0: Yeah, it's strange. And it's funny. It's funny yeah. that you said you you, you would think that. Remedy were a bunch of cool dudes and they wouldn't do this. I would say the same about 505 Games. But it, it does yeah. just go to show you that at the end of the day, you know what, like,
1: uh, the money men fucking rule the world, right? But but again, like, the money men, like, Bethesda have confirmed that Doom Eternal's upgrade will be free. Uh, Ubisoft have confirmed <laughs> that Valhalla's upgrade will be free. EA have confirmed that Madden NFL's upgrade will be free, with some caveats. Square Enix confirmed that Marvel's Avengers upgrade will be free. Like, The money men are making the right decisions, and the small money men are making the wrong ones. I don't know. Do do you guys wonder if this could be um, almost like
2: something that happened in reverse, right? So I wonder if what happened was Control came out, um, they had some DLC that came out, it was a cool game, like you said, maybe undersold. Um, They were like, we're making this Ultimate Edition, it's coming out uh, a few months before, or or not long before the next-gen releases, They were then worried in a sense of they would say, oh, is anyone going to buy it this close to next gen? So they went, we will support it, free upgrade on the PlayStation 5 without almost thinking about the fact that it would be taken as a decision to not support the original version on the PlayStation 5. Whereas actually maybe what they kind of just meant to do was add in support for the PlayStation 4 Ultimate Edition. I wonder if it's almost like one of those sort of situations. Mm. But, but I would the, like to think it was that. I would like to think it was but a the dumb pro, decision the, as the opposed to The problem is that
0: all, effectively this product that they're going to release exists. Yeah. Like as soon as you buy this product, as, as Jamie said, and you have the previous product, it's like for like exactly the same. It only changes further down the
2: road. Like it, it just doesn't make any sense to me if anything actually what's what's funny is it almost says to you as well like if you're gonna do that there's no point buying it until um the upgrade for the playstation 5 comes out because the playstation 5 is going to be backwards compatible with your playstation 4 version so do you know what wait until they actually announce the release date for the ps5 upgrade or the xbox series x upgrade which might be three four five months down the line and you might even get the game cheaper anyway because it's been out for a while and
0: yeah i i just don't get it dude i don't fucking get it you know what take my money don't take my money I don't fucking know and I don't (laughs) fucking care anymore I just want to play
2: cyberpunk don't because do you know what I'm so invested in cyberpunk if it's not very good I'm in so much trouble
1: (laughs) yeah you've got a fucking you've got a cyberpunk chair coming with the cyberpunk collector's edition and yeah yeah. man
2: yeah hey I'm I'm playing I'm I'm started playing Witcher again to finally finish it and (laughs) that is a great a great game so I'm I'm hopeful (laughs) I'm hopeful,
0: man. Yeah.
2: Well, you anyway, sucker. that's uh,
0: that's it, fellas. We are one hour thirty-seven minutes. Like, come on, oh. that's, not, that's not bad. That's not bad. Smashed you know. it, smashing it on uh, a hot day. On a hot day. All we need to know is what is the the keyword.
1: Uh, hmm? uh, Jonesy's corpo cock.
0: Mm, maybe not something that'll get
1: flagged, but yeah. <laughs> YouTube no no cocks understood. But that means I'm not coming up with another one now. This is on you, fellas. Uh, I've been shunted.
0: What about, what about Jonesy's Corpo Cuck? No, it's too close to cock.
2: Oh, it's too hard now. That's
1: what she what said. What's that
2: can do with control? I don't know. Mm.
1: But it's got to be funny, right? It's got yeah, to it funny. be funny. Yeah, but well, I can't think of anything funny. What about... Everything, what, uh, everything I'm thinking that's funny is like, Chris, it's not going it, to be... Is cock related? Well, this one was anal related wow okay Go well how about, how about how about going deeper
0: <laughs> maybe that's it that, that okay going that, deeper that's okay, the way that works it, it's
1: jamie's going deeper what what does that even mean what am i going, it means you're deeper. going deeper yeah jamie going is deeper. going deeper that's the code it's like, word it's Thank like, you a, it's like a weird like jamira choir reference or something what are we even <laughs> talking about here hey does it actually fucking matter no no nah. jamie's going deeper Matthew Thank Broderick, you. Matthew Broderick's mur, mur, murdering Matthew Broderick, Matthew Broderick murderer. I'm just coming. I'm, I've got Godzilla on the mind now because you said going deeper, and then I remembered Matthew Broderick, <laughs> Matthew and, then Broderick. I remember, and I remember Matthew Broderick killed a guy. <laughs> Matthew Broderick fucking Jesus. killed a guy. Wow. And then yeah. so I said Matthew. So the the keyword should be Matthew Bur- Bro. I can't say his name now. <laughs> Matthew Broderick murderer. Yeah. Let's let's keep it if Jamie's going deeper. I think, yeah, do you Jamie's reckon going we, deeper. So, can we get sued for that if he, they found a video and just every comment said Matthew Broderick murderer? <laughs> Maybe. Oh my I god, don't I don't even know. Okay. Hashtag, well, hashtag, know, hashtag hashtag lock him up hashtag hashtag Matthew Broderick murderer.
0: I, you know, what, I, I reckon take any anything that we've said in the last two minutes, and that's the fucking code word. All right. Uh, I'm, just
2: gonna,
1: I'm just going to fact check that Matthew Broderick actually killed a guy.
2: Yeah, right. he drove a car the wrong way down a road when he was he was with his girlfriend who was the actress from Dirty Dancing, is it? Or the other one and they I think they had a head-on collision with another yep. car. He uh,
1: he crossed into the wrong lane and collided head-on with a Volvo.
2: But didn't he didn't he he booted it to overtake someone.
1: I think it was in Northern Ireland or Ireland. It was in Northern Ireland.
2: Right. And he was um, going over a blind bridge but he booted it to overtake them and slammed into them at like 100 miles an hour or something. And
1: he killed two people.
2: Killed two people. Fucking hell. Yeah. double double homicide.
1: Double homicide. homicide. <laughs> Hence, Matthew Broderick, murderer. <laughs> I don't. Murderer. Think she, I don't know.
2: That's, could that get Guys, that could get flagged, though, right? I don't know. Whatever. Just what anything that we've said in the last
0: two minutes, put it as your code word. If you've been watching us on YouTube, it's been a blast. We've been sweaty, and you've been great. If you've been listening to us on a podcast platform of your choice, I hope it is in a nice, cool climate. And uh, with that, I'll say thank you so much for watching and listening. And you know what? We'll see you next time. See ya.